0: Something wrong with us that we have this. But if you would take the time to talk to the people, uh, there's parts of there's parts of their lifestyle that they they enjoy, and part of that is they don't have, you know, anxiety around coming up with money for rent, keeping up a home or an apartment. It can be it can be work. It can be as we all know, and it takes responsibility. There are some individuals that seemingly. They just feel more comfortable without the responsibility of having to worry about uh, a rent payment or, you know, I've interviewed so many homeless people over the years. I remember this one guy that said, you know, I'd love to cook, but I I just I hate doing dishes. And whenever I cook, then the dishes just pile up in the sink and then it causes me anxiety and then it's problems. And I, I said, you know, why don't you just put them in the dishwasher? And no, I've tried that. Sometimes they don't they don't work or they they use a lot of electricity. So he said, "I would rather just go out and get a meal, eat that and not have to worry about the cleanup or I mean, how do you argue with someone like that? He's a grown man." And the man that I interviewed last night, look at the West Coast. The West Coast, Los Angeles has over close to 70,000. You could fill Gillette Stadium With homeless people. They're now just living outside. Now someone could say this is terrible. However. They have. Let's just be rational about this. Hear me out. They have tents. They do. They have tents. That's number one. And the tents today. If you get one of those expensive tents. You know they're not bad. I'm not. Listen. I'm not saying it's the Four Seasons. Or the Ritz. Uh, But it's. You know. They're not. It's not terrible. Um, On top of that. You you have the freedom that they enjoy. Many of the homeless people that don't want to go into shelters, from what I understand, that when they have gone around and spoken with many of the people that live outdoors, only twenty percent of them want to go into a hotel room. But on the West Coast, let's just forget about Rhode Island for a moment. Go to the West Coast. On the West Coast, you have people there. They they say they want to be able to smoke. You can't smoke inside the shelters. They want to get high. They want to drink. They want to do drugs. Some of them have pets. Some of them have weapons. So people would say, well, where do you shower? They they have these mobile units that have come around, and they allow them to shower. Some of the people say, I don't need to shower every day. I know where I can go and wash up, and I only shower like a couple times a week. There, by the way, like an Ashton Kushner, there's some people that are very wealthy that only shower a couple times a week. I never fully understand it, but but that's them. They have places where they can go in and get their clothes cleaned. They have um, a lot of food is donated. There's now, you know, they give them free cell phones. They give them calling. Well, it used to be calling cards. Now it's free cell phones. And then they give them cards to get more free cell phones. And many of them have a P.O. box or a bank account. My point is there are some people that are saying, you know, it's not great, but I, I would I, I don't like to have to get up and go to a job i don't want to go to a job they don't want that responsibility i don't want to have to come up with a rent i'd rather one i've talked one homeless person said i feel like i'm just on vacation or retired it's not great but i have my tent i have my routine i know where i can get coffee in the morning i know where i can get a breakfast i know where i can use the bathroom it can be a hassle but Um, As far as, you know, in their mind, it's worth it. It's not for everybody. And so this whole business about the homeless, I I think what some people, instead of trying to shame us all, like we're all rotten people because there are people that choose to live on the streets. I think what they if they really wanted to be honest and and my problem with Crossroads, where I don't think they're being fully um, honest about this whole thing is uh, it sounds like hear me out it sounds like what they're really talking about is they want to set up more facilities that would make it safer and a little more accommodating for those who choose to live outside i mean if they were and that doesn't take millions of dollars i mean if you if you're gonna allow people to live outside in tents then set up a proper Like locker room, shower facility, whatever it may be. Set up a place where they can get their mail. Because otherwise you're going to pay the post office a certain amount each month for a P.O. box. Uh, Set up a place where they can have a bank. I'm just saying it doesn't sound. There are some people saying you don't understand. I don't want to go into a shelter. I'd like, you know, I'm a grown man or woman. I'd like to smoke cigarettes. Or I'd like to smoke pot. And they won't let me do that. So I'm going to go somewhere where I can. So I think if they were more honest about it, they they, they would stop the shaming and how horrible we all are because there are some people that choose to live on the street. And they just do. And there are some people that say, I want to have a dog. If I live in this homeless encampment, I can have a dog. If I go into a shelter, they won't let me bring the dog because the dogs fight and they bite people and everything else. So. I think the messaging is wrong. People are good. There are more companies now donating food and clothing. I, I just think an honest conversation would be if we started to instead just set up more uh, accommodations, if you will, facilities for those that choose to live. That Listen, and it's becoming larger. They don't want to work. They don't want to work. And they choose to live outside. So I think they ought to stop this charade that we're all terrible and how evil and it's so pathetic that these people have to do this. Um, Anyone that saw the video last night, you know, those people, you can't get any closer to living at Warwick Mall than where those people at the Nilo Hotel are. And if you walk over into the Warwick Mall, what do you think? Well, you know the answer. What do you see all over the place? Help wanted signs. You know, the the, the problem with my, my problem with the people at Crossroads is they, they don't even like how do you not say, all right, you know, you 20. Let's everybody clean up and we're going to help you tomorrow. Go around to the Warwick Mall and get you. They need seasonal help and help them just get jobs. There's nothing like that. The man I interviewed last night said so the hardest thing is you just there's there's like boredom, nothing to do all day. Well, you could get. A JOB. You could get a job. That would have be a place to go. Um, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Listen, this winter, make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401 521 Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. And remember, with Henry Oil, you have automatic delivery. Budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, call Henry Oil, four oh one five two one zero two hundred. Hey folks, I wanna also um good morning right now. It's eleven twenty. I wanna give a, a quick plug and um check out i know many of you are not on facebook but number one ron's pastry gourmet now they're open today they have changed their hours ron's pastry gourmet is open 170 royal little drive in providence they have uh everything is fresh it's ron and melissa the most delicious calzones but they also have christmas cookies and christmas cookie baskets um look for them on facebook ron's pastry gourmet they have delicious sandwiches so their hours are seven in the morning Until 2 p.m. Because Ron gets up very early. He bakes everything fresh. So right now at 1120. They're right off of Silver Spring Street. Near AAA in Providence. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. But into your your, uh, navigation. GPS. Just type. If you put in 170 Royal Little Drive. It's very safe by the way. It's off the beaten path. And you'll find them. But they just introduced today. Let's go, Brandon! Chocolate donuts. I think it's hilarious. I did post it on Facebook. Uh, I think it's. I think it's funny. I know some. You know the the Biden people don't like it, but the uh, Let's go, Brandon thing has just rocketed. Let's go, Brandon! Uh, chocolate donuts. Uh, if someone would pa- pass by there, then send me the message. I know you would love it. Uh, a, a lot of times in the past, they used to have the Trump chocolate donuts. People would come in and take every last one they had. They have the Let's Go Brandon donuts. If you're listening right now, if you shoot down either 95 or 146, you can get to Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Pick up some Let's Go Brandon donuts. And I guarantee you, wherever then, go bring them back to your workplace, whatever, people are going to be howling i want to um touch on this story that i i knew it folks and good morning right now it's eleven twenty-two, and you're listening to the john DePietro show but um i knew it i knew this as soon as i saw the story and the way that they were not giving out information on this guy and uh i i just had a feeling i said you watch this guy is an illegal and now the state is really on really really on the hook." For this for this whole thing. Before I just play the story, I also just want to mention two other quick things. Number one, I I give credit. New Senator Sam Zuria shares doubts about the McKee administration to use federal covid money to give three thousand dollar vax bonuses for state workers Uh, a few months ago was until a few months ago a consultant on how they could spend the APRA funds. Folks, he is exactly right. He was just elected. That is wrong. The McKee people need to be stopped, and there needs to be a full effort. That should not go forward. That, And I also just want to mention this. Black Lives Matter. We can never believe the police. They back Jussie Smollett in his fake hate crime trial. That is pathetic. BLM, Black Lives Matter, are they aware that the two people that testified against them are black, the two brothers? What an absurd thing to say. Dr. Melina Abdullah, she supports Jussie Smollett because, quote, we can never believe police. What a disgraceful thing to say. Jussie Smollett is someone who's been courageously present viable vocal. In the struggle for black freedom. What an absolute joke. That woman is an embarrassment as they're deliberating. What? It was two people of color that testified against him. He should be on trial. He filed fake hate crime. Fake hate crime. Just like the situation at Providence College. What an embarrassment. BLM. No credibility at all. Oh, so you don't believe the two brothers that he paid to attack him. Is that what you're saying? All right, but I want to play. I just had a feeling about it. Of course, the media just says, oh, it looks like he overstayed his visa and he doesn't have a license. Yeah, you know what you call that? An illegal God, the state of Rhode Island, they are going to pay, and they are going to pay big time on this. Big time on this. Good. And I'm glad they're going to have to pay. Someone should have vetted that poor woman that that drunk was supposed to be taken to her dialysis appointment. That's who you send. A drunk illegal with no license. Yeah, you're, you're whatever. Apparently not every life is important, that's for sure. That's who you send, a drunk illegal, to take this woman to her dialysis. He was drunk, drinking, driving, and then crashed the vehicle and killed her. I hope the state pays big time. Let's hear the story. driver accused now of driving under the influence, causing a crash last weekend that killed a 77-year-old woman, appeared in court today.
1: A 25-year-old is facing several charges, including DUI, resulting in death. 12 News reporter Chelsea Jones is live at Ken County Courthouse with what happened today. Chelsea? Dada Elagushi was driving for Assured Transportation, which is a subcontractor of MTM at the time of the crash, but the company says he was not credentialed nor qualified to be driving
0: at all. Then why was he driving?
1: Dauda Elaguchi in court Wednesday facing charges Mom. after driving under the influence You're while drunk. transporting a 77-year-old An woman illegal from dialysis, according to police. Uh. That woman died days later. According to prosecutors, Elaguchi is a Nigerian citizen who doesn't have a valid license.
0: This defendant, we understand, uh, while he arrived in the country legally, I believe overstayed his legal authority. That makes him illegal.
1: Police say on November 27th, Elagushi collided with another vehicle at the intersection of Main Street and Abbott's Crossing Road. All four people involved were taken to the hospital with injuries. In court, Elagushi's lawyer painted the picture that he has roots to the community. Oh, yeah.
0: What? He's um, here illegally. Notice the reporter won't even say it. on
1: MTM's watch is something House Oversight committee Won't even say it. The says is grounds for termination of their contract. Of I, I say cut them loose. Yes. We have to pay yes. some kind of a severance fee. or Whatever. For
0: rent- I agree. With them. You're out. I
1: think Rhode Islanders will be okay with that. Yes. MTM, The state's medical transportation company has no fleet of their own, which is why they use subcontractors like a short transportation. That contract has since ended. As for Alaguchi, he's been ordered not to drive or leave the state without permission because he's considered a flight risk. His bail was set at $20,000.
0: You know what's amazing about that, folks? And and again, uh, good morning. At 1127, it's the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Notice the reporter on the story for Channel 12 won't say that he's an illegal. Oh, he 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 overstayed his visa and he doesn't have a driver's license. You know why he doesn't have a driver's license? Like, what is wrong? Like, I, I now I'm angry after hearing that weak report. You know why he doesn't have a blanking driver's license? Because he's in this country and state illegally, and she won't even say that in the report. Let's just play the clip of the prosecutor saying he overstayed his visa. Nowhere in that, oh, my God, these people are so woke. Nowhere in that will they use the word, hey, wait a minute. They don't even raise the question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is an illegal alien with no driver's license driving a 77-year-old woman for the state of Rhode Island to a dialysis appointment? They don't even voice that. Do you see how, this is pathetic, that's terrible reporting. I don't even know who the reporter was. How do, listen, either she's left it out or they made her leave that out. We don't want to offend anyone. We don't. Oh, my God. Why not the truth? We, you know, the people that watch the news are adults. Adults can handle the truth. Much, you know, un- unlike the few good men, Jack Nicholson. You can't even handle the truth. You can handle the truth. Wow, won't even say the words. Well, let's not mention that. We're not going to mention why he doesn't have a driver's license. We're not going to mention why they're not going to really let him go back. Let's just play the prosecutor saying he overstayed his visa. Listen, a bunch of them are here illegally overstayed their visas. Oh, my goodness, folks. This portion of the John DiPietro show is you by Propane Plus. Folks, it's the Johnson family and Propane Plus. Make Propane Plus your propane provider. Remember, propane, affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call them today. They have locations in both Rehoboth and also in East Greenwich. If you're in Massachusetts, call Propane, Propane Plus at 401. In Massachusetts, 508 252 3359 and in rhode island 401-885-4209 it's tim johnson his family i'll tell you they're fantastic leading full service provider of propane to rhode island at southeastern mass they can do it all it's propane plus 401-885-4209 folks as always i do have that up uh, the report about the homeless on the website, which is depetro.com, And don't forget depetro.com, which is purchased by Brood Awakenings. You know, it was so great yesterday. We had David from Brood Awakenings on, and I just admire them. He, They run a great operation. Pop in, see them, support them. Two locations in Johnston. One, two locations in Johnston. Providence, the new one, 100 Westminster. Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Discover the Brood difference. Drive-throughs in uh johnston and also in Wa- in um in warwick it's brewed awakenings fresh ingredients lunch breakfast delicious coffee bagels pastry the breakfast sandwiches are great stop in and see them well folks again um it, that that is just pathetic now uh governor mckee press briefing coming up later governor mckee Um, now he is, and you know, you're going to hear about it, but now he's threatening the mask mandate again. I, I don't understand this whole thing. I don't. Why is he threatening the mask mandate? On the one hand, he says, this governor for now says that Rhode Island is number one in vaccinations. Oh, okay. However, because even though Rhode Island's number one, supposedly in vaccinations, uh, he may bring back indoor mask mandate. That it 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 doesn't. It, it just doesn't. I don't understand it. It it doesn't work. It doesn't uh, gel, so to speak. If if we are number one in vaccinations, then why are you going to implement a mask mandate? Um. Let me also see this hocus pocus too. Films on Federal Hill impacting businesses and traffic. Boy, you just can't keep anybody happy. Impacting business and traffic. They're gonna take production of Federal Hill. Rick Simone, filming set to take place. Technically, we only have nine businesses closing. Then we have another thirteen that are impacted. they Oh, Disney's compensating each business affected. All right, non-story. Um. Here we go. NBCI team has federal relief money kept Rhode Islanders from returning to work. Of course, it has. It's not that difficult to understand. If you pay people not to work, they won't work. Here's the Channel 10 story: Medical transport driver rain company suspended following fatal crash. All right, let me check out who did who did. Katie Davis did it. All right, she's all due respect. She's pretty much, I think, uh, progressive. Uh, let's just see that anywhere in it does it mention that he's an illegal Coventry police said in court documents he was drunk driving an open bottle of bear in a cup holder crashed head into another vehicle seven passengers 77 year old Lynn Lena Russo who was in a wheelchair was critically injured and then she died. During the arraignment, prosecutors told the judge he's a Nigerian citizen who stayed in the U.S. Oh, illegally after his visa expired. And doesn't have a valid driver's license. The judge ruled Coventry Police should keep his passport. He could be a flight risk. Of course he is. Of course he is. Poor woman killed by an illegal drunk driver. The only difference on this illegal drunk driver is the illegal drunk driver was driving her. For crying out loud. All right. finally. Uh, Do I want to hear this uh, NBCI team? Has federal relief money kept people from work? Let me just see if if it's going to annoy me. That's the question. The percentage of people 16 and older working actively is about 63%. 40% of people who could be working are choosing to stay home. Yep. The unemployment rate in Rhode Island rose. It's higher because people are out of the workforce If you're wondering why, there could be various reasons. Employment shift, blah, blah, blah. Um, Low-skilled jobs may not come back at all. May not come back at all. Choose it because they can. There's so many options available. Employers are hiring so people are just taking their time. They have a different theory. Many Living off the savings in their bank account. On average, people are doing fine for personal income even well. Many people lost their jobs. There was an influx of government benefits. That's what David said from Brood Awakenings. Government basically wanted everyone to stay home, so they gave them benefits. Even though the unemployment rate uh, increased, the average personal income went up. So that's really what it comes down to. The government gave people the money to quit their jobs and stay home. And a lot of people are deciding to do that, hoping... Uh, that there'll be another round of stimulus checks to kind of, you know, get them through the winter into the spring and then see where they are. Warwick Hotel to become a shelter for winter, a godsend to homeless. Gee, I I wonder what's going to be the tone of this. Here we go. Nilo, Providence Journal, of course. It's a godsend. I would have died. No one has died on the streets of Rhode Island of hypothermia so let's just get that out um i don't blame the people in that neighborhood that are worried about it and but i'm going to go back to that a lot a lot of people um a lot of whether it's it's crossroads or some of these other groups they're all competing now by the way there there's a lot many of them are big salaries as well and you 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 can't deny that I, I believe more people are just saying, I, I don't, I'd rather not. You know, Elon Musk sold all his homes. Elon Musk, the wealthiest man in the world, sold all his homes. He said, you know, as I was sitting there, because they were building homes, and you have to take the time to go through and decide, do I want you know yellow cabinets or do I want this or that and said you know it it takes up time it's it's time in your in your brain or space in your brain i'd rather not so he he um he 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 sold all his homes so now that's Elon Musk to a lesser scale to a lesser scale you have people saying i got some money from the government um I, I don't I don't want the the responsibility and, and pressure and stress of having to come up with a, a rent payment. So I think they should shift a lot of this. And, and I completely understand there's a world of difference between being homeless in a tent in July and August and September. And then suddenly, hey, it was cold last night. And my hands were cold as I was out there talking to them. All right. In media news, Brian Williams signing off the 11th hour for the final time tonight. Let's see where he turns up. He's going to turn up somewhere. Hey, who knows? CNN has an opening at 9 o'clock now with Chris Cuomo gone. I would not be surprised in the new year if that becomes Brian Williams on MSNBC. On, excuse me, on CNN. Brian Williams from MSNBC. But then um, see, um, then see him. Uh, there, This is interesting. detectives detectives reveal fake Instagram accounts set up by pedophile was used to catfish these girls murdered in 2017? So this huge, heavyset guy would post these photos of this young guy who's really ripped with tattoos and Calvin Klein underwear and start chatting with them to lure them. I mean, that's hey, you never know. There's a there's a lot of that um that is um, that that is happening, as a matter of fact. So, all right, folks, again, and then, of course, Hillary. I mean, that is just Hillary Clinton reading her very dramatic speech that she would have given had she been elected. She's almost intimating that she did win that election. Um, Hillary was not a good candidate, and she wants to insist that it's because she's a woman. And I, I don't think that I just I don't think that's it. There are women governors all over the country. There are women senators all over the country. There are women in Congress all over the country. She's such an egomaniac that she refuses to accept that maybe people just didn't want to vote for her, right? Maybe people just didn't want to vote for her for whatever reason. But no, that can't be the reason. If someone didn't vote for her, it's because a man doesn't want to vote for a woman. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Folks, this portion of the program at 1139. Now, listen, it was cold out last night. The next few days, thank God, it's going to warm up. But if you're having a problem with your heating system, call. And thank God that the, um, by the way, again, the sun is out today and melting away a lot of just the dusting of snow. But it's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, call them today, 401-732-6562. It's Coogs R.E. Coogan and Heating. I was out uh, on Saturday The police were doing a toy drive. And who was I there? Who was my co host for it? It's Coogs, R.E. Coogan Heating. Call them today. If on this Thursday you're having a problem with your heating system, call Coogan Heating, 401 732 6562. 401 732 6562. It's Coogs, R.E. Coogan Heating. Folks, as always, visit the website. Again, you can see um, I was out last night speaking with the homeless. I think we're going to be back out there again sometime. Hey, maybe even around Christmas time, we'll go and sing some uh, holiday Christmas songs, right? I'll be homeless for Christmas and things like that. So, um, but check it out on the website, depetro.com, And don't forget, uh, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Centerdale Revival comfort food and cocktails. I'll tell you Shane runs such a great place, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. I love that place. Cenadale Revival, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. Stop in and see them. They do uh, such a good job. So folks, Governor McKee is um, is going to speak uh, later and he he's not going to like the fact. And and also, let me let me just say this. I I don't like the way that the governor is running these press briefings. I don't. Uh, on the one hand, I get that he. Um, uh, on the one hand, you know they 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 try to welcome a lot of people in. In the beginning, you know I I was kind of uh, he was uh, seemingly, um, you know very transparent. But at at the the same time now, his staff I I don't like it the way they control the microphone when you watch, um, and and they're doing that because it's broadcast. But there are ways you could do it if you, for instance, when when we used to go to the Veterans Auditorium, and with Governor Raimondo, they they had they had mics around the room that would then just pick up your voice, so. I don't like this where they control the questions by holding uh, the microphone. And, and I think Governor McKee, there's still, there, there's no rational explanation. And again, right now at 1142, folks, good morning. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, there's no rational explanation as to why he's giving out that, those $3,000. There just isn't. There just isn't. It's, it's all political. He's doing it with the unions. He's setting up a very dangerous precedent. He's got three state police, uh, state police attorney general investigations going on right now. And it's, um, he's going to just try to throw all this COVID money at everything. But there's definitely some questions about his administration that I know he doesn't want to have to answer, but they're very, very valid questions. But I'm just looking at this story Crossroads, Rhode Island. Receives nearly 500,000 from the Providence COVID money fund to begin a homeless intervention. 500,000. So the mayor and nonprofit are not citywide initiative address homelessness. Um, listen, number one, get those people off the street. Get those people off the street. And something needs to be done. And, and there's, then, then put them in, a, in another section of the city where they can be helped. Get them on a bus line and put them deeper they they don't need to be right near downtown because then they just go and and play around downtown so it's a turnoff no one wants to say it but no one no one wants to say it but it it is it is um panhandlers people don't like panhandlers a lot of homeless people wandering around they're loud they smoke um they they intimidate people. they do now if if you want to criticize people the way the CEO of Crossroads does, if you want to criticize people because they admit that homeless make them uncomfortable, but then that's your, then you can. I also want to mention I, this this political theater playing out outside the Rhode Island State House where these progressive socialists are camping out and under tents. Is is really just absolutely pathetic. It is. And they're doing nothing to stem or solve the problem. Zero. Nothing. And I know that apparently the Providence Journal reporter wanted to say that um, some of the homeless people at Nilo Hotel in Warwick, which is too bad. They used to be a nice hotel. Um, But that some of the homeless, they really admire that a candidate for governor is sleeping out there. All right. So Matt Brown, he's got the homeless vote. Congratulations. He has gotten this. So when the homeless go to vote, they're all going to vote for him. Isn't that fantastic? But in the meantime, listen, I don't think you're insensitive if you um, communicate to the, uh, the the regular person, especially over where that area is, where some of them are, are uh, breaking into homes Um, There should be some kind of resource. If you don't have a place to stay or you're living out of your car, I think it should be more of some kind of unit. Go here. They can aid you. And by the way, a lot of this is going on now. But the more people that choose to live on the street, I think, for instance, let's just say right now in California. Right now, it's it's 1145. On this Thursday, folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, you can always listen online at the website, depietro.com. Just click listen live. Or if you have Alexa, just say Alexa, search WNRI. And boom, it comes in crystal clear audio. Or Alexa, tune to, I think, DePetro.com. But anyhow... Uh, the AM 1380 is very very strong, and you plug that in in your car, and you can always get it. But let's just say, let's let's leave Rhode Island just for a moment. Let's go out to L.A. and let's say in L.A., Los Angeles, where they have 60, 70,000 homeless people. If someone says we have to end the homeless problem in the Los Angeles area, seventy thousand people larger than Gillette the question is will you ever solve that problem how many of those people do not want housing or shelter because a big part of it is smoking is drinking drugs sometimes pets but that's a big part of it and they will say I would rather just sleep outside so all these efforts in Rhode Island and especially, you know, up at the state house where those people are camping out, they they refuse to acknowledge that there are some people that don't want to go into a hotel. They don't want to go into temporary housing. Now, if Crossroads says they claim that they are trying to find all these people places to live and or jobs, I believe. You know, there's so many businesses right now. There's a worker shortage that need people, even part time, right? That would be income. It, 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 it's just, I, I think it's unfair. For the progressives and the homeless advocates to portray this, that the reason these people are living out on the streets is because the regular Rhode Island or Massachusetts taxpayer is so selfish, they can't even help those people. I don't believe that. I do not believe that that is the problem. And sometimes I've said some of these people, they they choose to be homeless. And the homeless advocates get so angry about that. How I had someone, I was on a television program, we were debating, how dare you say that? No one would ever choose to be homeless. Well, that to me sounds like someone who's never interviewed and dealt with the homeless. So again, I think there need to be, as I've talked about, compassion, safety nets. But you also need to weed out. There are some people. And I. this is really important for people to understand. There were some people who just, they don't, I don't know how else to explain it. They don't want to work. There was a, a kid that when I was growing up, I won't say his name, but I've, I've told this before. He was just a lazy kid. He was. Maybe maybe it was chemical. Maybe it was a chemical imbalance. Maybe he, he was slow moving. Um, he might have had some kind of a learning disability in some way. I'm not sure. But he was a poor student. Not, he would show up, but he wouldn't kind of be there. He just, there was no initiative. He was a little overweight, even as a kid. Wasn't into sports. And then I learned that after high school, and I don't, I'm not even sure he finished high school. Someone told me he was actually homeless. And I I wasn't shocked by that. Now, if there are people that have bouts of depression and they just can't bring themselves to go to work, Those are people that that need resources. But if there are people that say, listen, I just want to live comfortably. I want to not be hungry. And we don't want anyone to be hungry. And I haven't heard of anyone hungry. Um, I I just don't want to work. I don't want to go into a job. I would rather, you know, they, they live like they're retired. They live that they get up. They have breakfast. They go for a walk. They watch some TV. They enjoy drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes. Maybe, you know, they get baked and have a little cannabis. Maybe buy a few scratch tickets. Get some lunch. uh, Take their dog for a walk. And then it's time for dinner. And then they, they like to watch Jeopardy and things like that. Now, someone may say, well, what kind of life is that? Maybe that's the life that they are content living And if that is the case, then make provisions for those individuals. But something has to be done that we keep hearing that, you know, it's like no one's doing anything and the demonization of anyone. And, you know, you can't just camp out in a public park and you can't just camp out at the state house and you know commuters that use the train station and people that use warwick mall for shopping listen they have the right to say i want to be able to use the restroom and not have a homeless guy in there half naked washing himself out of the sink i think that's reasonable but they're they're very aggressive the the homeless advocates they certainly portray the people they represent As You know, it it is. It's how dare you criticize the homeless. There's something wrong with you. You must be a really bad, evil person if you're criticizing the homeless. And so then people are afraid to say anything. You know, last night when I was outside the the homeless hotel, um, there were many neighbors that said, you know, I'll talk to you. I just don't want to be seen on camera. I don't want retribution. I feel bad for that. You know, you should be able to voice your opinion. Okay, we bought this neighborhood. It's not the greatest neighborhood, but it's not that bad. It's there a luxury, a nice hotel. So at least there's security. A little bit of traffic, but it's not that bad. And it's near the mall and so forth. You know, it's fine. Suddenly now there's people, you know, that just hang around and they're going into their homes, breaking into their homes during the day. And they're going into their yards and they're talking to kids at the bus stop and they're following women. You know, it, it becomes a problem. And, you know, what are they, you know, that woman from Crossroads, how dare these people, these are human. Yeah, we know that they're human beings, but, you know, look at, look at some of the violence in downtown Providence. So somebody threw a birthday party at the Biltmore Hotel the other night, two people got stabbed and some woman was sexually assaulted in the hotel. So, so there's, there's that. Folks, but check it out on the website, dipetro.com, brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Dana runs a great place, uh, whether it's karaoke on Friday or Saturday nights, and or they have the NFL ticket on Sundays. I'll see you at Endzone Sports Pub. Pop in, have a brew. Friday night, I was up in that area. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go have a quick brew at Endzone Sports Pub bartender couldn't have been friendlier the the people next to me were so nice is that one yes it is one folks enzo sports pub pop in and see them well it's eleven fifty three on the john dipetro show on am 1380 and on 99.9 fm so i um i think it is positive that more people speak up about where some of this mckee spending is going Because it's wrong. I mean, I I just I can't stand the way they're abusing the system. Uh, So much of this money, I I can't stand it because they act like it's it suddenly in their mind becomes like monopoly money. Right. Like we have all this money, which is and it's so ironic of, you know, you think again, Rhode Island lost the Paw Sox because Speaker Nick Mattiello. Well, number one, basically, he was shaking them down. But the the state did not want to put up $22 million, which would have been the state's part, and they just kept saying there's no money. Now, with $1.1 billion, they are so flush with money. Something to watch out for is if Governor McKee keeps flowing money into many of these social programs, you're just, um, they, they're going to, again, hurt businesses that need workers to come back. Did you ever think you'd see a dynamic where you have high unemployment, but worker shortage? You have a lot of people who are out of work, but you don't have people looking for work. It's not that difficult. The government gave all these people money. A lot of these people that had a second job part time, three nights a week, they'd go and work somewhere. Well, for their regular job. They got the businesses got pressure to bump up their hourly pay and then the government gave them a lot of money. So what did they say? I don't I don't need that second job. I don't need to go there three nights a week and earn, you know, whatever. So on the one hand, you say, well, isn't that great for them? On the other hand, though, as David was saying from Brute Awakenings, they can't be open at night anymore because they can't. They just don't have the staffing. And it becomes a burn every day. They're understaffed. Somebody called in sick. You know, I can even remember years ago some of the jobs that I had. I worked in an IGA. And I remember if you were shorthanded, somebody called in sick. They couldn't get anyone to come in. It was a problem. Then the people that were working, it was an extra grind. And the customers don't care. And then I remember working at the living room. And if there was some night where we were short, which really wasn't that often, but that puts a grind on everybody else. And then the customer's complaining because everything's taking longer. Folks, I want to remind you, good after, uh, good morning, excuse me, at 1156. Uh, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Brother's Disposal. Good morning, brother. It's Brother Roland. Call him today, 401-688-0517. Brother's Disposal. Now, you can find them on Facebook. They have the Purple Dumpsters. What can you do with Brother's Disposal? Number one, let's just say you want to clean out your basement, attic, garage, whatever. Some unwanted belongings. Clean it out. Get a purple dumpster from Brother's Disposal delivered right to your home. Or they also do, uh, if you are a business owner, you can call Brother's Disposal because they offer weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate today. Call Brother Roland. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal. 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517, and they'll recommend what size dumpster you need, and they just come. You know, I received the nicest email from, uh, I think it was Eileen, who she called them. She was having her two daughters back to the house for a weekend. I don't remember exactly when it was, but they wanted to, like, let's get rid of a lot of this stuff. It's usually, if you want to come, I'm going to throw this stuff out. And the dumpster was delivered promptly on a Friday. Her daughters came over the weekend, took what they wanted. Other stuff that just, it's old or unwanted, no one's going to use. They said, we're just going to throw it away. Some clothes went to Goodwill. Other stuff, old rusted tricycles and bikes and sleds and you know, Aunt Emma's tea set that no one's ever taken out of the box. That stuff was just thrown in the dumpster. She said it was so easy. Her house now, she has so much more space. You know, she even said that they there was a room they were using just for storage. And now they cleaned it out. And she's like, you know, I never even thought of it. We have an extra guest room now. So well, that could be good or bad. Brothers Disposal, 401 688 517 And when you call them, you have to say, is this brother Roland?" Come on, brother. Call brother. Brother's disposal. 401-688-0517. Well, folks, here's what we're going to do. We are going to break coming up. It's right now. It's 1159. It's Thursday, December 9th. We are going to break for the 12 o'clock news. We have two more hours to go. The next two hours are radio only. We're mixing it up. Radio only. And you don't want to miss this. We have attorney Tim Dodd coming up and also Donna Perry. Um, You can either listen at AM 1380 or you can listen at the website depetro.com I have a friend who lives on the west coast he listens every day good morning uh, on the website depetro.com I've had family members overseas listening on the website depetro.com uh, you just click listen live it's on the left hand side so um, that so we're going to break for The 12 o'clock news bring you up to speed on the news of the day. And then a lot more ahead. Attorney Tim Dodd coming up with some of the legal issues. And then Donna Perry is as well. So, folks, it's John DePietro. It is Thursday. Again, right now, stay tuned for the 12 o'clock news. We'll be back on the other side with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd.